This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. DA leader Musi Maimani says they are happy that the public protector, Tulima Donsela, will release a report on the Gupta family before she leaves office next month. He was briefing the media in Johannesburg on the DA's alternative presidential handbook that was released earlier today. Maimani says they will take action on any negative findings on the Gupta family. It's a positive development. And we will make sure that the outcomes of that report, similar to the Secure and Comfort report, in fact, even similar to the Prasa report, and even on this one, we will take action. We are convinced that many of our institutions are captured. The grandmother of the 15-month-old Cape Town baby that was allegedly beaten to death by her mother's boyfriend says her daughter is not ready to face her baby's murderer. 36-year-old Peter Fantonda from Delft made a brief appearance at the Belleville Magistrates Court this morning. The baby had severe burns on her body and other injuries. She died in hospital due to brain injury. Her grandmother, Farida Scott. I can't explain you what happened, happened there. It's heartbreak to see how that child looked. She was a very friendly child. She was just trying to, to start walking. When that incident happened, I don't know, I can't explain it. You know how Chucky looks? No, that is the way she looks now. It's heartbreak to see that child. Minister in the Presidency, Jeff Kadebe, has again condemned the destruction of university property by some no-fees protesters, saying the executive is addressing the students' concerns. Kadebe was briefing the media in Parliament following yesterday's Cabinet meeting. He called on students not to allow... Uh, themselves to be used by what he terms criminal elements. Those are criminal activities. I do not believe that uh, genuine students will go to an extent like banning a library. I mean, those books are irreplaceable. That uh, genuine grievances of students are being undermined. Meanwhile, the Student Financial Aid Scheme says around 23,000 former students have started paying back their loans since NISFAS announced in July that it would be following up on debt. The scheme has been working with the Revenue Service to track employed debtors, but NISFAS spokesperson Kajiso Mamabolo says they are having trouble getting employers in the private sector to comply with their request to assist. 70% of our debtors are employed by private companies. And the difficulty we are having is that employers must agree to share certain information with NASFA so that we are able to trace them. SARS will initially confirm employment details and contact details of debtors. We have received a lot of resistance from a couple of uh, employers, whereas on the other side, there are employers that have really assisted in this regard. Moving up the continent, Zimbabwe will introduce local bank notes, known as bond notes, at the end of next month. That's according to the central bank governor, John Mungudea. This raises fears of a return to a domestic currency abandoned in 2009 due to hyperinflation. For Good Hope FM News and Traffic, I'm Vicky McCullough.